Anthony Richardson officially named the starter, plus Bears and Colts. Practice coming at you right now. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Here's Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Yo, shout out Colts Nation real quick. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in to us, who's still tuning Like, from day one, you could be from day 30, day 364. Like, ladies and gentlemen, like, you guys are the best. And whatever you're trying to achieve in life, keep grinding. Um you know, don't let anyone or anything stop you. You guys are number one uh, in our hearts. Um, stay with the grind. Jamal, let's get started. Let's go ahead and get started, man. I want to start off, Eric, just let everybody know. Y'all can see it's a little different for me today. Uh, I had to use my phone to record, but it's all good. You know, we want to bring you all that content day in and day Staying out. And on the grind. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and jump in into it. So let's give a shout out to Manscaped here. So today we're here to we're here with a sponsor for your balance and bundle of joy. No, we're not talking about it, baby. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this, platinum, uh, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. To treat yourself to beautiful boys, uh, treat yourself and your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use our code ColtsCast for 20% off plus free shipping. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Inside this Platinum Package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, ultra platinum premium body wash, and ultra premium 2-in-1 shampoo plus conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, crop reviver, Ball spray toner, anti-chafing boxers, and the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. Lawnmower 4.0, body trimmer, and wee whacker, nose and ear hair treatment feature, proprietary advanced skin safe. Technology protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can shave less mess. Platinum package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro. I can tell you, Eric, I use this thing all the time. Just got back from vacation. I showed everybody last time the bag. That thing is so convenient, especially going through the airport. So go ahead and jump on that. You can get that 20% off and free shipping with the code ColtsCast at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code ColtsCast. Use the Platinum Package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. All right, guys. Look, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. If you've been living under a rock, let us break the news to you. Head coach Shane Steichen named Anthony Richardson the starting quarterback for week one regular season. Wow. Man, uh, so he, he saw one game and he said, yo, that's our quarterback. <laughs> he said, that's our guy. <laughs> you know, wasted no time. Um, after his, you know, you know, better than reported performance against the Bills last week, I think the box score only tells one side of the story. As you remember, he completed – 7 to 12 passes for 67 yards, zero touchdowns, although he should have had one if Pierce would have reeled that thing in. 
One interception while rushing twice for seven yards. Again, that number is three rushes for 20 yards without a penalty. So, Jamal, what, what's your thoughts on the announcement? You know, where were you when you heard it? Were you as ecstatic as I was? Man, my I was so ecstatic. Actually, I was at the gym when I heard it. Um, and and my first thought was, man, Shane Steichen trusts him. He trusts him based off of his growth, not only in that game, but what we've seen, um, what we've seen on the field and and, the, and what we haven't seen in the locker room. I mean, I I, w- I would imagine that his growth and progression since walking in that building has skyrocketed, which will put Shane Steichen, a rookie head coach himself, um, in a position to go ahead and make that call for for Anthony Richardson to to be the starter. I mean, from what I've seen, Eric, I think it's safe to say that he's the hardest worker there. But I know what we're not seeing is that he's an even harder worker than what we think. I mean, we've seen the reports. We've read the reports about how he knows the playbook inside now, how he grinds. He's the first one in there. He's ready. I mean, at the Buffalo preseason game, he was the first person on the field. And I'm sure some of that's just that initial NFL jitters, you know, want to be that first person, you know, out there. But the second, the bigger part of that is I think that's just his normal personality. He wants to be that guy. He wants to show y'all that he can come out here and elevate this team. Um, and, and I would imagine that not only Shane Steichen is standing behind him, but the rest of the crew is behind him as well. So it's time to go ahead and pass the torch to the young man and watch him develop as our quarterback of the future. Is, is our quarterback. And I know it's going to get wild out there on September the 10th. That's a couple weeks away. So we have to go ahead and have some fun today talking about this joint practice. But as we talked about before, guys, we already said if he was going to be the starter come September 10th, there was going to be nuts out there. Y'all better believe that place is about to be rocking 100 plus decibels. You're out about there to be stadium. there, right? Yes, sir. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, man. Y'all got it lucky, man. <laughs> I, I still, you know, I need to order my tickets to the Panthers Colts game, oh, yeah. but I'm, I'm definitely going to that one. Uh, we're trying to plan that trip now. But no, absolutely agree with you, Jamal. He needs the reps. He really does. Uh, what better way to get your inexperienced quarterback some experience? I, I think there's an argument uh, with, you know, let's sit the rookie, let, you know, holding the clipboard, visually learn, take in everything. But also on the other side, you know, there's another argument. Commit to your number four overall pick week one and let's start developing him. You know, we have to build some consistency at quarterback. You know, we've had a different starting quarterback week one for the past, what, seven, eight years, it feels Mm -hmm. like. Now I'm tired of this quarterback carousel. Let's start the trend now where we have a starter there with the same name every single year. For the future, it, it's time to see what our potential franchise quarterback can do. Believe a new era has begun, and it's the Anthony Richardson era. Uh, era, insane upside player, and I'm trying to see all that upside. I want all of it. Oh yeah. So yeah, that this has been great. Um, look, if you haven't also heard, guys, the Indianapolis Colts fell to the Buffalo Bills last weekend in that first preseason matchup. You, know, you should already know 19-23 final score isn't important right now. What's really important is the development of our players. We just talked about Anthony Richardson, but what about the rest of the team? We talked about that last episode. Now, the Colts, as we're recording, I believe are recording uh, concluding their first joint practice with the Chicago Bears. Uh, joint practices seem to be the talk of the town nowadays during the preseason. Yeah, it's our chance to see our starters against theirs. Uh, you know, it gets pretty feisty out there. It's not even regular season yet. They aren't lined up against their teammates either. You know, 
they show probably some mercy to to their teammates but you know guy in a chicago bears uniform oh, i'm gonna eat him alive <laughs> so instead anthony richardson gets to stare down the eyes of unique Ngakwe, you know a former colt or tremaine edmonds in coverage you know all bears players he doesn't get to see his teammates you know our defense they get a look at justin fields dj moore and company first practice i heard was pretty good and we're about to get right into it uh jamal where would you like to start yeah the first thing i want to start eric is just addressing the biggest elephant in the room uh, we know that has been reported that jonathan taylor has been or has been back in westfield uh however we know that he was not at practice today rehabbing but he was excused with some personal issues I like to think that these must be some pretty serious personal issues for him to be excused. I know I've been seeing a lot of mixed emotions across Twitter, and it's been kind of interesting to see people just kind of retract their negative statements saying, oh, of course, this, this, this is what I expect. Once it came out, that you know, these were personal issues and it was excused and it's probably it could be a little more serious than what we think. So uh, hopefully all is well with him. You know, we, uh, I, again, I can't say it enough. We need him on the field. I think it elevates the offense, uh, but that's the first thing I want to talk about was just JT not being there again. I, th I guess the, the better news is now I feel like everyone's kind of becoming used to this continuous saga, so it's not something where everyone's getting too worked up every time there's a new report. Uh, but we always want to keep that, you know, keep that updated here for everybody listening in case you don't have the social media to listen to it. I wonder if they're uh, working on his contract. Yeah, that's what I think, dog. <laughs> I really think that. This nah, is all they ain't working on this contract. They got it going, dog. No, they got to. I, don't, I don't. I don't know. They. They. I feel like the Colts have the leverage in this situation. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but we just saw Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott get yeah. signed yesterday for what was it one one year deals worth about eight eight million for Cook and then maybe seven or six for Elliott. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. So what does that do to the running back market? Um, of course, we knew they were going to get signed short-term deals. They're a little older running backs. They're free agents, yada, yada. They're going to give them a one-year tenure and say, all right, show us what you got. We'll see what we can do next time. <laughs> it's almost like a it, it's almost like a franchise tag, except you're getting paid less money. But, mm -hmm. you know, they have to do what they got to do to get paid, and, and they get to work with – it's it's Dalvin Cook with the Jets – Zico Elliott with the Patriots. Yeah. So where does that leave Jonathan Taylor? I don't know. I, I Ever since he said, I ain't never had back pain. I never remember that. <laughs> I like, I just, I, 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 I tuned off. Like I, I, cause I don't know what's going on. I don't have straight facts. And I, I just said, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens at this point. I'm assuming he's going to be on the team. You know, day one. Uh, that's why we made that we made that uh, that uh, top fifteen picture for the Colts. You know, we asked everyone, "Will they be a top fifteen offense in twenty twenty three? I put Jonathan Taylor in there because I'm assuming he's going to be in there. He's still with the team. He's rehabbing. Uh, but yeah, Jamal, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel good about it. I know me either, and it's been interesting just because you know I, I think that uh, Sykin has a very good poker face. Ballard, you know, just said yesterday, I believe it was, that we, we, we want to back at 100%, et cetera. So we'll talk about that then. But it's been funny, not funny, but it's been interesting to see that Ursay has, has kind of stepped off social media about that stuff. And, of course, Taylor stepped off of social media about that stuff as well. So it's a little bit more on the wrap. So I think there's a little more, there's a little, it, it, it's calmed down a little bit because of that, but it's also brought, in my personal opinion, it made it a little more interesting to me, interesting to me because now I kind of want to know 
what the backstory tells us. But uh, neither here nor there. I, I do think he'll be in a Colts uniform this year. I don't know again, you know, how that'll work for him in the foreseeable future. But I, I think he sticks it out in the Colts uniform this year. They still got that. They still got his banner up on the stadium, dog. They they don't they don't want him to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see, man. We'll see, man. Um, some standouts today. What what did you see? I, I feel like we got to talk about your boy Josh Downs, right? We got to, man. I've been telling y'all from, from day one, this guy has to be a starter. I knew that Isaiah McKenzie coming in, you know, it was going to bring a little bit of competition. Uh, it's bringing a new level to that slot that Paris Campbell did not give us on, on the Colts, you know, due to injuries and, and everything else led between them. But I tell you what, Josh Downs, these videos that I saw today of him, I mean, just catching like a 40-yard, 40, 50-yard bomb from uh, Richard Sim, like it's nothing. Breaking, you know, breaking corners like it's nothing. Dude's footwork is immaculate. His speed is ridiculous. I I, I mean, his his route running from what I've seen look exceptional. Now, I think he's going to be a force, man. He He's going to get that start. I mean, I know McKenzie was with the seconds or with the twos today, at least when I saw uh, a little bit of film mm. there. He was catching passes from from Minshew, so I'm just assuming that he right. played the entire time with the seconds uh, or the twos. So I think that Downs is wants to show that he is that guy, and and that's going to be a favorite target. I can tell you that much right now. I know you know Michael Pittman Jr. is wide receiver one. You know Pierce is the wide receiver two, but I can tell you that speedy, that quick, especially when we talk about when we get into a few minutes about the offensive line. When we can see that there may be, there could be some potential regression there. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we're gonna have to get the ball out quick. And Downs is that guy to get that ball out quick and get those quick three, four yard pickups, five, six yard pickups, and get that convert that third down to a first down. So I'm excited to see what he can do, and I think he's gonna elevate this and uh and be that starter come week one. That's a very good point. We saw Anthony Richardson was was in those quick passing snares. Got to get the ball out quick. What better than probably arguably our best route runner on the team? You know, we talked about how he's going to be a route running wizard out the draft. You know, I want to see him get drafted in the early second. He he blessed us in the yes. third round, and he just has that big playability as well. We talked about his his contested catch rate. You know, we we haven't even seen that yet because he's not contesting catches. He's open. He's open all the time. He's just he's making defenders look lost. Um, yeah, and, and we actually saw against the Bills, Richardson targeted McKenzie at a high rate to start the game. Like that was his – that's what he felt comfortable with right there. So you insert Josh Downs into that role? Look, I I don't know. He he may lead the team in receptions this year. Might not be yards. Could still be yards too, but like we know Michael Pittman used to catch, you know, six or seven receptions a game on average. I don't know. Josh Downs might be taking a lot out of his production just because, you know, Pittman didn't really have – he didn't really have much competition, I'll be honest. And mm -hmm. Josh Downs, I, I don't know, a dynamic playmaker. I, I just think what we've seen in camp, if that translates to the regular season, I don't know, man. We we might our, – our best receiver might be in the slot. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Agreed, agree with that 110. percent And I'm about there's, it. There's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, I'm about it. I'm about it 100. percent So like, I'm I'm just saying he's he's going to be that reliable pass catching option for Anthony Richardson. Um, sure, we're still going to take our deep ball threats, which Downs is actually pretty pretty good at. You know, stretching the field. So I don't know. It just seems like a match made in heaven, right? Yeah, it does. And like I said, watching the videos today, I mean. 
it looks pretty evident that he's not afraid to run downfield and go for the deep ball. He's not afraid to, you know, to, to go across the middle. And and we talked about this during his the draft episode, or excuse me, the episode, you know, making our case for him. What he elevates and excels at is getting behind the linebackers, but staying in front of the safeties. So in, in kind of no man's land. And I think that's where he's really going to excel at because there's not going to be a linebacker who's going to be quick enough to catch him. And if those safeties aren't down, if they're you know if they're playing if they're playing off, then I mean that that's free that's free pickings for him all day long because we Richardson can zip that ball. He can zip it over the top. We saw that with that pass to Granson uh, last week. And then we, Granson. Woo. Yeah. Another we, guy that's trending up, but yeah, keep yeah, going. yeah. And we and we saw just from the quick passes with McKenzie from him, you know, McKenzie turning and sitting down real quick. He can get the ball to them and let and let the yards of the catch do the work for us. Right, right. Kylan Granson's another guy. I, I don't know. He's he seems almost like the tight end one now, just because we you know we got some on the shelf right now, but. From what I've seen, like he's really stepped up. You know, I liked what I saw last year when him and Matt Ryan were connecting, but he just he, he seems like one of our best pass catching tight ends, if not the best, right? Yeah, and he's like the smallest one out there too, which is wild. Hey, I mean, hey, he matter. came to fight. Yeah, he came to fight. I'm glad. Anthony Richardson, he according to George Bremer, he finished 15 and 19 and 11 on 11 work tonight. Converted a fourth and short pass to Josh Downs. <laughs> See, like, of course, it's on time. Of course, it's Josh Downs. <laughs> like, so Richardson, I, I, I believe he threw an interception as well. It was another high ball, something we're seeing a lot of. You know, he's throwing it way too high. You know, I'm not a quarterback's coach or anything. I'm wondering if mechanics have anything to do with it because he's saying, like, we've seen it a lot now where a lot of his mistakes, even, I mean, Pittman called Wolf, but. You know, he's not going to be able to catch it all the time against these these tier A defenders, these tier A corner. Like, wait, Anthony Richardson is going to have to put the ball in the right place. Um, but I don't know. I'm seeing some consistency at some of the mistakes he's he's making. That's all I'll say all about that. Yeah, I and I think with that, you know, one thing I noticed in the preseason or in the Bills game for us, where those came from were rush throws where he was trying to make more of an athletic play where he didn't step into the pocket. He just used that natural arm strength, which which it has the ability to get there. But like you said, it needs to be an accurate ball. It, it can't sail over. Um, so I think that's kind of where those issues come in. So I think him building the confidence of stepping into the pocket and trusting what's around him and giving himself just an extra second to let before he lets that ball go instead of trying to just jam it out there whenever he can or whether it's off the back foot or, you know, on a rollout. I mean, because – or stepping to the side before he gets hit, not so much rollout, because I think his rollout game looks pretty good. Mm. Um, but stepping out to the side before he gets hit, think about what that placement is and anticipate what that receiver is going to be to put it in the most optimal spot. Because like you said, man, Pittman is tall, but against tier, you know, tier A, he ain't going to be able to do all that. And, and, and McKenzie's short, Downs is short, all these other guys are short, so we can't have ball sailing because that's free interceptions all day. Right. But we know Josh Downs plays bigger than his size. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not even worried about that. Not even worried about that. Yeah, uh, Richardson's our starter. I'm I'm happy to see it. Um, I know Braden Smith is back practicing today. That's really good um, because what I saw from Blake Freeland is a rookie, and mm -hmm. we need that veteran presence over there at right tackle um, as soon as possible. Now, I I was a proponent of drafting Blake Blake Freeland, you know, based off his athleticism and things like that. But, you know, day one starter, I don't think that ever came out of my mouth. So hoping Brady Smith can can step back into that role. 
we can develop Blake Freeland kind of like we did Bernard Ryman last year. He got better down the stretch. Um, so that that's what I'm looking for, just to be a swing tackle. Swing tackle. Um, so I'm really glad to see Braden Smith back. I think he's one of the most underrated players on this team. Doesn't get talked about enough. Um, yeah, he's he's that guy. Yeah, no, you're 100 right. He's the most. He's one of the most consistent guys for us. Um, and, and I'm glad to see him back as well. Uh, you know, I even said during the draft episode when it came to Blake, uh, Blake Freeland. You know, I, I mentioned at some point maybe we could even entertain having him interchangeable with with Ryman more so than than Braden Smith, just because I knew the consistency. But like you said, he looks like a rookie. You know, and that's what we expect. You know, he's going to get those reps out there right now, just just as a place filler. But I don't foresee him being a starter at any point. Um, but speaking on the O line, you know, as you were just saying, it's, it's good to see. Braden Smith back, but we also saw Ryan Kelly, you know, not there again, or he was out today. And then Will Fries got injured today. So yeah. that right guard spot, man. And so this is where I was just talking about with that short pass game, where I think Steichen kind of understands that the O-line is still not where it is. It's not where it needs to be. So mm. we won't always have time for these plays to develop. So they're trying to do that intermittent and shortened game a lot. Because Will Fries injured, you know, I don't know how severe his injury is, but injury is, but I think it's all that said he had a wrap on his calf. Calf, yeah. Now we have less depth of that right guard spot. And that has been plaguing us. It's been plaguing us. We've been mentioning, well, is is Chris Ballard gonna continue to get every single tight end that steps foot on on the <laughs> you know, on the field? Or are we gonna go for a right tackle? And we tight still end have room it. is heavy. <laughs> heavy. Uh... Teach one of them to play right guard. <laughs> like one of them go out there and play guard. Um, but that that's becoming an issue, and it makes me nervous just because, you know, like I've always said, the offensive line, that's a five-man group, guys. That's a five-man group. If one part of that group is not right, it's hard for everything else to be cohesive because you're having to compensate for, for what's going on there. So we can't have that right tackle spot be that shallow, especially where we can have a potentially rocky uh, Braden Smith if he's still injured going into week one. Or we have an inconsistent Ryan Kelly, who we saw last season, who we still have. We still don't know if he's back to Ryan Kelly potential. So I think there's a lot to say with that. I'm not so much concerned with the left side. I know Ryan will step up more, and I, and I would assume that Nelson has heard all the, the chitter-chatter, and he wants to elevate his game and take it back to where he's been in the past. But that right side, I mean, right side from center down, again, looking at Kelly off year, looking at the right guard spot who we still haven't addressed yet, and Braden Smith, who, or, yeah, Braden Smith, who we need to make sure – He's comfortable with whoever who's beside him because he has to be that that anchor on that right side force at the end of the day. Are right, we about to put Danny Pinner up in there and Emil Epior? <laughs> we'll rotate out. All right, yeah, we know what you said about Emil last week. Oh, oh. <laughs> we all yeah. saw the film. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. They they are hiring tight ends like we about to run thirteen personnel all the time. Nice. We're about to have three tight ends out on every play. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. We do have some injuries in that group, but geez, Louise, I mean, <laughs> they got everybody up in there. Um, yeah. I, I think we have like nine tight ends now. So Dude, it's like nuts. half it's of nuts. them will be cut. Yeah. But look, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Anything else I missed? <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, it was exciting day for the first, uh, for the first day of a joint practice. I'm excited for what tomorrow can bring, but I'm most excited for Saturday. Because I, I envision that playbook's going to open up a little bit more now. For one, that Richardson has been named the starter. And for two, because we're getting a chance to see, like you mentioned earlier, we're not going against ourselves. We're not going to see a, a scout team. We're going to see, you know, we're going to see that that defense from another team, what we want to see, especially a Matt Eberflus defense, who we're all used to seeing. Um, so I think it should be pretty interesting to see what happens 
uh, if that playbook opens up a little bit more on Saturday. And, and maybe if they go an extra drive or two, and we're going to see Josh Downs in that starting spot, you can mark it right here. So Josh Downs will be starting come Saturday and come week one. I think week one is is definitely – I don't know. Reggie Wayne ain't like Isaiah McKenzie that last game. I'll just say that <laughs> on that interception. He wasn't messing with him. But we'll see. Yeah, don't forget, guys, Chicago Bears coming into our house Saturday, August 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, we'll be watching that game. Jamal, I'll I don't be know there. Yeah, I'll be there. Going. Yeah, I'll be watching that game from home. Um, dang, will I? I got some stuff to do Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm still watching that game at some point. Uh, I hope you all are, too. Uh, but anyway, thank you everyone for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. And we'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. You guys, take care. Take care. <laughs>